Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 51, and I am super pumped today for a lot of different reasons. One is I'm going to do something a little different on this show for you guys. I'm going to actually go into one of our Facebook posts inside of the TAS community, and I'm going to kind of go through that post because a lot of people were commenting on it, and really what it was was a gentleman, and I'll mention his name in a minute, uh, he went ahead and he asked everyone in the group, said, you know, it's great to hear about all of these people that are doing good, but what about the ones that didn't do so good, or maybe their first product didn't do that good? It would be kind of cool to hear their stories and probably pick up some tidbits, so I decided to do that. I'm going to deep dive into this particular post because it did get so much interaction and it continues to, but I'm going to really go through these and I'm going to give you my insights on that as far as why I believe it's a good thing to share this because I think you can learn from it, all right? But before I get started, let me just give you a little uh, background as far as why I'm so pumped today. Well, number one, the day that I'm recording this, which is on May 21st, so depending on when you actually hear it, uh, today is my anniversary with my lovely wife of 21 years, so pretty special. It's kind of funny that it's uh, May 21st and we've been married 21 years, uh, but yeah, so I'm really excited about that because I love my wife and uh, you know we just have a really, really good marriage and we've got beautiful children and a beautiful dog, Brody, I can't leave him out, and uh, just uh, you know really, really enjoying this entire family process and chapters, and you guys know what I mean. I mean, we're going through all different things, right? I mean, today, the other thing I'm pumped about is my son, who's 17, he's starting his sectional baseball play. Uh, so he's uh, got a big game today, and if we win today, then we we advance the next round. So really, really excited about that. And the other thing I want to say, though, before I go any further here is some of you, very few, let me just say probably two of you out of uh, thousands, but I still got to bring it up because some of you said, you know, Scott, I'd like you to just get right to the point. You know, I don't want to hear all this little stuff. And the thing is, when I started this podcast, I swore that I was going to be me and I was going to be transparent. And a lot of you like that I share these little tidbits. So I'm going to continue to do that. If you don't want to hear any of this stuff, you might just want to fast forward or, Hey, if you don't like hearing me talk or ramble about certain things, just turn it off, you know, find another show, all right? I mean, I don't want to see you leave, but honestly, I created this to connect with people that I want to associate with and that want to, you know, kind of get to know each other. So uh, just wanted to put that out there because I'm just going to shoot straight from the hip. That's who I am, okay? That's who I am, and I decided to do this podcast so uh, I can share this information with you to hopefully help people out there like yourself have a life that you want. And in me, for my, you know, for my why, you've heard me say this before probably, is my family. So uh, you'll definitely be hearing me talk more about them and the things that we're doing on a regular basis. So with that being said, let me jump into an iTunes review real quick because this one really kind of sums it all up and it really made me smile. And uh, I just wanted to read it. And it's a little bit longer, but I think it's I think it's worth reading, all right? So it comes in from Jordan Jordan Rich 208, okay? And these usernames, guys, I'm going to do my best, but uh, sometimes I'm, I'm not sure what the whole thing is behind it. But uh, 
anyway, so the uh, the title or the subject line, the headline of this particular review was The Amazing Podcaster. And it says, Scott, you are the man. I am in unbelief that you would do this podcast for free and supply such straightforward information for the sake of helping out the people who want to pursue this adventure. Most people would be trying to take advantage of their good fortune and ask for money. The fact that you do this just because you know that sharing your knowledge and learning from each other is the way to success. That is noteworthy. It is amazing to have a blog resource for all the steps as well, especially for those starting to email potential suppliers and being able to check out your email template. I cannot thank you enough for doing this. I'm so stoked to continue and begin my Amazon venture. And I want to thank you for writing all of that. And Again, I want people to understand that this podcast will remain free. Now, I do want to kind of bring something up because some of you that have been listening from the beginning realize that this, this whole thing just started from nothing and just kind of grew, but I think it's worth mentioning because in there, it talked about asking for money. Now, people have asked me to coach them, and I've turned them down, thousands of dollars, but as of recently... I had a lot of people say, why don't you just do group coaching? Why don't you do something like that? And I have done that. So I just want to be clear on that, okay? You know, now that this thing has kind of evolved, I'm about four months, we have about four months in, and I've developed a class, and it's called the Private Label Classroom. And uh, right there, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm charging people to be in that group, but the podcast gives you all of the information. This is only for people that want to go and kind of work with other sellers that are kind of going through this process step by step. And I went and created a whole, you know, five module class and we've got a Facebook group and we do hangouts, but the podcast is free. And like this person said, Jordan, I believe it's Jordan said, you know, all of this information is free, but it, it is worth something because you could do something with it. And I've got, I've got listeners right now that have launched their first product listening to this podcast. So I just want to be clear on that, all right? So I am providing you all of this value for free, and yes, I do have something that down the road, if you're interested in, you could go ahead and invest in, but you don't have to, okay? So I just want to be clear on that, all right? Because I'm totally transparent, like I said, I'm not hiding anything, all right? So with that being said, let's dive into this Facebook post. And oh, by the way, if you wanted to jump over and uh, contribute in this community, which is thriving, by the way, and a lot of people in there, a lot of people are saying this is the best Facebook private label group community that they belong to. That's why it gets so much interaction. And uh, you can actually go over there and join it for free uh, at theamazingseller.com forward slash F is in Frank, B is in boy, so Facebook, all right? So it's FB, all right? So, and you can go ahead, you'll you'll uh, put in a request to join, and then you'll get uh, approved within usually a few hours, and then from there, you can introduce yourself and start contributing or go through some of the posts, and the one thing is you can also search it by going up to the little search bar, and you can search in if you're looking for shipping, type in shipping, and all of the, all of the threads that are about shipping will come up. So I'll probably create a little video inside the Facebook group, too, to show how to do that, just for some of you that don't know. All right, so let's dive into this. I'm really excited to do this, actually, because I'm doing this totally on the fly, all right? So the name uh, of the person that wrote this was Shane Hackney. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, Shane. Um, And this was posted 23 hours ago. And uh, here's what he said. He goes, you often hear of success or, uh, yeah, successes people have had. How many of you started off with a dud of a private label product but picked yourself up and started again determined to find success? Share your stories. I find failure stories to be as inspirational as success stories. And I agree with you because you learn so much from this process, which really brings up a great point. 
right? A lot of you, including myself in the beginning, you're you're looking for that home run or that grand slam. And again, I'm referring to sports because I'm a big sports guy and we have a big game today. Uh, but you're looking for that 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 one product that's going to it's going to do it for you, right? It's going to be the one that's going to get you 50 sales a day or 100 sales a day, right? And when you set yourself up for that, it's going to make it harder and it's also going to set yourself up for probably a small failure. And and I don't look at failure as being a failure really. I look at it as 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 education. It's a learning process. All right? It's you put something out there, you see what happens and then you can either improve it, you can either keep trying or you can say I'm going to stop. And I'm going to go through some things that some of these uh members have said that they've done and why that they, you know, why they feel that it wasn't just a failure. It was a learning experience. All right? So I'm going to just read off the first one. And again, I'm going to comment as I go through these. Uh, and, you know, let me just point something out too. And I'll, I'll talk about this again. And you probably already heard me talk about it. But if you're new, you, you may not have. But my second product is not a home run. It's barely a single right now. Okay. It's barely uh, right now generating five to 10 sales a day. But there's a reason for that. And I'll, I'll explain that a little bit further. But let me just go ahead and just read one uh, one of the first comments. And it was by Elizabeth Rose. Schaefer Rose was the name. I could raise my hand here. I don't know if I would call my first product a dud, but it didn't do as well as I hoped. And it also seems to be seasonal, even though I did not think of it as a Christmas gift kind of product. So I am now working on second product in a different niche. You know what? I totally get that. You went into this thing thinking this could work. And then all of a sudden you said, well, wait a minute here. It's not working or maybe it was working and then it died off. Why? Well, then you come to find out that the product was more seasonal than you thought. So is it a dud? Well, not necessarily because if you continually have that product in season now, well, now you know that it's a seasonal product. So maybe you're going to load up for the season and maybe you know earn some cash kind of quickly during the season and then you're going to have other products in the line, in the, in the pipeline. The one thing I would say here though, is the second product you said you're going into a different niche. My only thing would be like moving forward, whatever product you're going to roll out, you definitely want to see that you can have a product line, a product pipeline, if you will, to where, you know, that let's say that that's a seasonal item, but you're in the same niche. Well, then you can have other products that aren't in that season and have them out of, the, out of that season that are going to be able to pick up the slack during the off season. But when you get into season, you're going to have a nice boost in sales. It's going to be like a bonus. It's like a Christmas bonus, right? Or, you know, a bonus that you get at work for doing a great job. Think about it like that. So I don't look at this as a failure at all. I see it as something that you've learned. You still, you know, you got out of it. Like you said, it wasn't as good as you thought, but it still, it did okay. So Again, the takeaway here is is the product that you launched the first time, if it doesn't if it's not a you know a blockbuster, don't get so down on yourself. Don't don't just give up and say this thing doesn't work. You know, it might take 3 products before you find that winner, you know, that that's going to be able to yield you your 10, 15, 20 sales a day if that's what you're going after or more. Okay? So let me go ahead and read the next one. And this one here was from uh AJ Anadin, I believe that's how you pronounce your last name, and I apologize if I didn't pronounce it right, um, basically said, last month picked a dud, lost 600 bucks, and earned the scorn of my wife. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, this month convinced her to bankroll me again, spent $800 on second product, and it, it is in FBA warehouse as of yesterday's fingers crossed. Okay, so he was just basically um, just saying what's been going on. 
again, okay, 600 bucks. I mean, as an investment in a business, is that really that big of a deal? I don't know about you guys. I watch Shark Tank. I love that show. You know, it, it just, entrepreneurs just like to watch that stuff. Do you hear some of those people on there talking about how much money they've got invested? They remortgaged their houses. They've they've spent so much money on creating a product that hasn't even hit market or that they tested because they have to do manufacturing and they got to do, you know, these custom molds and they've spent 200, 300, 500,000 dollars or or have had silent investors, right? And here, you know, AJ picks uh, you know, a dud and he lost 600 bucks. So, you know, I know 600 bucks to a lot of people is a lot of money and it is. I mean, I don't want to lose 600 bucks, but it's not it's not going to, you know, uh put you into foreclosure, you know, it's it's 600 bucks, you know, and Honestly, to start this business, that's it's pretty uh it's pretty inexpensive to go ahead and say. I mean, a lot of people go to the casino, right? They'll go to the casino, they'll throw six hundred dollars on a weekend or a day, depending on how aggressive you are, and they'll lose it. I can't do it. I just I can't gamble. I've I've never this is a little fun fact for you. I've never been to Las Vegas and gambled. I've never been to uh Turning Stone, which is one kind of closer to us. And there's a new one here in uh well new, it's probably ten years old now. Um, where I, uh, near where I live, it's in Saratoga Springs called the Racino. It's near the horse track. And I've got a horse track in August that has people coming from all over the world. And I go there once a year and I go there with my wife and my kids and we go there, we have a little picnic and we, and we, uh, we might spend 20 bucks a piece and we bet $2 horse races, you know, but Anyway, my point is, I'm not a gambler, but if I was going to gamble, I'd gamble on something like this than I would if the card's going to hit or if the slot's going to hit, all right? So again, just perspective, right? Putting this into perspective, and that's why, Shane, I'm glad that you brought this up. I'm glad that you brought light to this inside of the of the community because you got so much response from that quick. And his, uh, you know, that little... Uh, comment that he put in there, AJ, got 22 likes within 23 hours. I mean, just his comment. I mean, all right, so already, I mean, this this post, you can see that people like to hear this stuff, and that's why I decided to do an episode on this. So, okay, here was another one. Jacob uh, Summerhays went into the supplement area for my first product. Absolutely terrible idea. $3,000 later and tons of inventory I'm trying to give away. Expensive lesson. Yeah, that is an expensive lesson. And again, that's why anyone that has heard me all the way from the very beginning, I say if you're going to go in the supplement line, yes, the rewards are probably very great, but you got a lot of competition and you need a lot of money to get started if you want to be able to compete with the big boys. Why go down that road? I mean, honestly, uh, but Jacob took it as a as a lesson. He, he didn't say he's giving up, right? He just basically said it was a lesson learned. So the lesson here is today, if you're starting out for the very first time and you're starting to hear people talk about supplements, get into supplements. It's it's the best way because people have to keep buying them and, and it's a huge market and there's thousands of people looking for them every day and you could do 200 sales a day. You know, to me, your first product, that's that's going to be a real, real tough road to go down. I personally would say to you, listen, start with something else. If you've got a product line that could add an excess or a uh, a supplement down the road, then maybe then at that point when you build up an audience, your feedback, and you kind of get a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit more authority on the Amazon platform, then maybe then, but not right now. And, and again, Jacob, thanks for sharing that. Um, okay, Scott McRoberts says, started with about 5,000 and only experience in e-commerce, not Amazon. Started March 2014. Started Amazon October 2014, or two, yeah, October 2nd, 2014. Spent almost everything by this point. Had about 15 different SKUs. No seller rating, no reviews. Very scared at this point as the bills were ready to roll in. 
took first order by 10-11-2014 and began researching how to improve within Amazon. Thankfully, we are or we were able to ride the Christmas wave to great placement as we figured out PPC. Now, after many, many dollars and mistakes later, I found this page. Now, averaging 50 orders per day, not a stress in the world except to keep my inventory in stock. Still cleaning up all the hair I've pulled out over the last year. However, since I found this page, unreal results. Hey, Scott McRoberts. Uh, it's McRoberts, yeah. Hey, thanks for that. You know, thanks for sharing that with the community. And I just want people to be listening too. If you aren't a part of this community, that's why you want to be. I mean, it's things like this right here, right? It's it's all of us in there helping each other and sharing these stories. And that right there is proof that, yeah, you know, it's going to be hairy at times or hairless in Scott's, you know, case uh, that he said he's pulling out all his hair. Uh, and I relate because, you know, it's a stressful thing when you're first starting. It, it's stressful. And, you know, it's something that you got to get through. Uh, but, you know, to be to be straight up, you know, don't go in this thing thinking that your first product's going to be a, a, you know, a blockbuster. Just try to go after something that produces some sales so you can figure out the system, so you can figure out the platform. That's really what you want to do. All right. So he also followed up. And, and by the way, he got 31 likes on his comment, by the way, which is which is crazy in that shorter period of time. OK, so Scott McRoberts says again, don't ever quit. Don't ever give up. Let's repeat that one more time. Don't ever quit. Don't ever give up. Awesome, awesome uh, advice there. Okay. And he goes on to say, I just took two orders between these posts. Very emotional thinking of the growth in the last two months. I've quadrupled my seller rating because of the information provided here. Follow the system. Do not be afraid to give it all. <laughs> Beautiful. I, I I mean, right there, it just goes to show you that, yes, it, it is going to be work, like we said, but don't quit and don't give up if this is what you're going after long term, because the rewards are great, you know, but, you know, you, you just, you got to understand there's going to be bumps in the road, but that's why I tell people in the beginning, find the product that you can sell 10 a day, you know, go after the 10, 10 a day products, the, the lower competition products, earn that first sale, earn that first dollar. They've always said it's the hardest dollar is the first dollar you ever make. And then from there, you can continually, you know, tweak it and, and understand the platform and how everything works and how to do the research and then how you can do it better the next time. All right. So thanks so much, Scott, for, uh, you know, for sharing that. I really do appreciate it. And then Shane commented and he says, awesome story, folks. Keep them coming. And Shane, thanks again for posting this because this is really, really helpful stuff. Um, Jeff Howard comes in and he says, and he's got a pretty good sized comment here, so I may have to skip around, but let, let me just go ahead and see uh, how far we get in. This is a great thread. My first product is still in limbo with, with Amazon. I picked a medical supply that's regulated by the FDA. Despite my research showing it didn't need special approval for OTC sales, Amazon restricted my listing after I had dropped off 99 units at UPS. I provided documentation that they will hopefully accept, but I've been waiting for a reply for several weeks. In this case, it's easy to get discouraged, especially as I read all the great success that are that you all are having. But I'm not waiting on this issue to resolve before I take the next step. I'm searching for new items, redoubling my RA and QA efforts or OA efforts and working to establish partnerships with other sellers. And Jeff, I, I applaud you because first off, 
um, that's a tough road to go down. And as we just talked about, right, the supplement, the, the $3,000 mistake here that we just learned of, well, this here, FDA, kind of telling me we're probably in something that needs to be regulated. You get into something that needs to be regulated, whole nother ball game. You got to jump through some more hoops in order to get your product uh, where it's going to be, uh, you know, approved and, and all of that. So, do, you got to ask yourself, do you want to go down this road? And again, it's a lesson learned, but Jeff has already been going through the process. He knows how to do the research, but now he's going to say, well, wait a minute, maybe I'm not going to go down that path right now because there's a whole bunch of barriers that I'd have to go through. Now, some people would look at this as an opportunity. They'd go, well, other people aren't going to do it, so I'm going to do it. If that's what you want to do, do it. But I find that to slow people down. I'm a type of person that wants to get my idea or my product to market. I want to get it to market. I want to see if it's going to sell. I want to see if it's going to prove the concept is going to work. And then you can build and you can expound on it, okay? So thanks for sharing that, Jeff. And, you know, good luck to you. And I think you're going to do great. And I think the, the big thing here that I can see just from how you commented was, you know, that you read all of these successes or these people that kind of came out from the ashes and, you know, they're, they're still keeping their head up and that helped you. And I think that that's great because that's what we need to hear. And that's why I wanted to record this podcast because I think it is going to, to show people, yes, there's people that are trying and it's not working, but don't blame yourself and don't blame the process. Just kind of blame it on, well, don't blame it on anything. Just take it as a learning experience and learn from it. I mean, you know, you didn't start, uh, you know, if you're working at a job right now, you know, you didn't start your job knowing everything. You had to be taught, right? And you probably made mistakes. It's the same difference. It's the process, all right? Okay, so let me go to one more here. And uh, this one here, uh, let's see. Okay, so this one here is from uh, Prashant Rayo. I'm not sure if I pronounced that right, but I'm going to give it a shot anyway. I'm currently selling my first product. I've put out about $4,000 now into this, zero in sales so far but I'm just in the beginning, giving units away, getting reviews, etc. I've got 25 reviews now, so I'm turning on PPC. We'll see how it goes. I'll run it for seven days as suggested. Wait another three for all the data to catch up, then run a report and tweak. Cross your fingers for me. My fingers are crossed. They literally are crossed near this microphone that I'm speaking in. So I'm, I'm here for you, and I believe in you, and I know that this is going to be a learning experience for you. I can't say for sure what it's going to do, but I can say this, you're going to learn something in the process. It's everyone that kind of doesn't put the, you know, the effort in. They, they learn, right? Everyone's learning this stuff. Do the research. That's why I have my, my 1% thing, right? You guys all know about being the 1% or be the 1%. You know, that's why. Because there's a lot of you out there, and you might even be listening to this, that are in this, you know, in this paralysis stage where you've got all of this information and you're thinking about what you need to do 10 steps down the road when you haven't even done the first step. And the first step is what? research, pick a product, you know, and put it up, you know, that's, and then go to the next step. But a lot of you are worrying about 10 steps or the 12th step, you know, about a website, you know, how, how am I going to do a video? I don't know how to do videos. I, I wanted to put videos up on YouTube or start learning about things that you don't need to know, you know, right now, you know? So again, I, I think you're going to do great, but you're going to learn something in this process, whether it's good or bad, it's going to be a learning experience but I think you're going to be in a good place, all right? So let me uh, go ahead and scroll down a little bit more. Uh, Adam Kelly, did any of you folks do proper research beforehand and do and uh, do what Scott said? If so, what tools did you use? Okay, we're going to get into some tool talk here a little bit. Um, let's see. 
I'm not really sure if we got any response on that one, but let, let me go to this one here. Our first product was, this one here is from Christina Harris. Our first product was doing okay. We wouldn't call it a home run. Hey, cool. I love the analogy, but a single or maybe a double. We got sales up to 12-ish daily. Then we got a bad batch from supplier, had to pull them to check what was going on. While they were out of FBA, we had a competitor come in and start selling the exact same thing. So our sales have tanked and we're just trying to offload the products and move on to our next one. It sounds negative, but it's not. We learned a ton from getting into uh, getting into, and we uh, didn't want to get stuck on researching, so we just pulled the trigger. Now we know the list of things that are a must to do for the next one, okay? And then gives a list. Cool. And I love it too, how you're breaking this down and you're saying, you know, listen, you know, it, it was, it was starting good. And you know what? I would revisit that though. I, I don't necessarily think that you have to abandon that. I think that you possibly could have something there. You just need to remarket it or repackage it or, or do something. I, I don't know the product, so I can't tell you, but I'm just saying you, you had some, you have 12 sales a day, you know, ish, you know, maybe 15, maybe 10, you're kind of floating around that area. So, you know, just cause someone came in, if you could create your own with your branding, which I'm not sure if you've done new packaging, maybe add an accessory you can still go and sell that. So um, let me go ahead and and read these, okay? So uh, the first thing she said is, one, make a change to the product. Okay, so it's kind of, I guess, right there saying that the the product was identical, so you didn't make any changes. So make a little tweak. Make, you know, add an accessory, okay? Two, no electronics. We knew this one, but still picked an electronic product never again, or at least not for a while. Boom, (laughs) I said this time and time again, I just recently talked about it on a past episode and I talked about it in, you know, the early, early ones that I was talking to you about product research and all of that stuff. And it's kind of like my checklist, no electronics, something with an on off switch is not going to be for me, uh, because you can run into problems just as Christina has said. All right. So I'm glad that you brought that up and I'm glad, glad that you admitted it. I mean, sometimes it's hard to admit what we're doing here. And you know, if we made a mistake, you know, it's, it's okay. You know, that's what we're going to do. All right. So three, do a better, uh, do a better branding job for the name. Things are moving fast and you have to be top notch with branding now that there are so many people getting into this. Okay. I I agree. Your branding meaning for me personally is have something that's clearly marked, something that's unique to you. And also if you, if you're going to do packaging a box or something, then do that. But if not, at least create a custom insert card that slides inside of your bag that looks like it's the packaging. And I can't stress this enough. It's a simple way to make your product look like it's off of a store shelf. You know, you literally, it's just a hard, you know, or a heavy cardstock with a glossy, you know, finish with some really nice, gra- I would spend on that, on that card as it was your packaging. And you can have someone at Fiverr do it, or you can even have sometimes the people in the manufacturing that's doing it for you, your supplier, they sometimes have a graphic design on hand that they possibly can do that as well. But definitely, definitely want to brand it. And uh, again, something that you might get in there and see that you have to brand it better as it starts to sell, but that's something that's fine. You, you've tested it. You know that it works. Now you go ahead and you make it better. All right. So four, try to move to the next product faster in case the one you're on is a dud. I don't know if I agree with that 100% because the focus could come off of product number one and now it might not be doing as good because now you're focusing on you know, pushing and promoting product number two and now maybe your ad spend isn't the same on pay-per-click. Maybe you're not doing the same amount of reviews for it. So if you can't equally do it, 
then you're not going to be able to really say that it, it worked or it didn't work. So I, I try to give that more time, you know, before you go jumping into all of these other products, because then what's going to happen is you're going to spread yourself too thin and your dollars too thin. So I would give it a good amount of time as long as you went through the entire process that we've outlined and you've given it what you feel is your best effort to really get that thing moving and really expand it on your pay-per-click then then I'd say move on. Or if you get it to where you're at your, your goal, like let's say you set out to, to uh, you know, I teach this in, in our new class, the private label classroom is the 10 by 10 by one, which is, you know, $10 profit per product, uh, 10 units per day, one product. So that's $100 profit per day. So if you go down that road, well, then, you know, if you get to that and you can steadily keep it there for a week, let's say, or even, you know, two weeks, and you know that it's 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 there and it might even, you know, grow a little bit more from there, then it's time to move on to product number two. That's just my opinion. Uh, five, go through the hoops to find local sourcing. And she says that D, it was uh, D Copeland, uh, she had mentioned that um, because local sourcing could could be an advantage, but it also is harder to find. It's harder to find unless you're dealing with supplements. But yes, definitely, you know, Ask around, you know, go to trade shows, um, you know, find, uh, you know, find you know, just, you know, in different networking groups, you might be able to find a, a sourcing, um, you know, here in the States. It is going to make your process easier and it's harder to find. So you're probably not going to need to worry about someone jumping in on your listing, um, but it's a lot harder. So, um, so she, she says that and others are saying this and I believe it. Alibaba is just getting saturated. So if you can jump through extra hoops to find local, then you'll be in a better position. And I agree. Let me just say, though, that uh, the other way that you could, uh, you know, obviously find other suppliers outside of Alibaba is find them in Alibaba. You're finding the agent, really. You're finding the agent in AliExpress because that's the agent, okay? The agent is, is the person that you're communicating with. They don't say that, but that's what they are most of the time. And what you can do here, then, is then you can ask them you know, do you, do you handle this other type of product or do you have a catalog? And then what you can do is you can take that catalog and pick products out of the catalog that not necessarily would be listed on Alibaba. Okay. Now a friend of mine just came back from the Canton fair and he sent me a whole bag. I've got a whole bag filled with business cards, uh, product, uh, you know, different types of products for different, you know, different parts of my brand and all of these products, most of them, are probably not listed on Alibaba. So if you ever did have a chance or knew someone that went to the Canton Fair that that's in China, well, you're going to be able to line yourself up with manufacturers there that you would not find on Alibaba. I mean, it's a whole nother world there. I mean, it's like it's it's like a little city that they set up for a month. Uh, so I know that's not easy for a lot of people, but it's another way. So you just have to be creative sometimes. But I don't think not starting on Alibaba, I think you can start there. And then once you find that supplier or that agent, you can have them direct you. And a lot of times then they can find products for you that might not even be listed on there. So just a little, you know, a little uh, side tip there for you. So thank you so much though, Christina, for a very detailed comment. And I love it that you're staying focused and you're not giving up and you see this as a lesson. So awesome. Uh, okay. One, let, let me just read one more real, real quickly. Um, this one here was from Matt, uh, Matt Marie McClanahan, McClanahan, I think. I probably totally messed that up, Matt. I apologize. Uh, we knew nothing last year and jumped in completely advice-free. Private labeled apparel, and it was a bomb in all capitals. Not the bomb. <laughs> Still trying to dig out, but 
accidentally found a gem along the way. Next time we private label a new thing, we'll be listening to this dude before we do. I think I'm the dude. Cool. I am a dude. Hey, dude. (laughs) I I usually call people dudes too, and people have, have called me that in the past. So yeah, so definitely listen to the dudes out there that are saying, you know, do your homework, do your research. And, uh, you know, one thing is apparel is a tough market. It, it really, really is. Uh, because, you know, I mean, you know, there's a lot of different things that can go wrong in that, but there's also sizes, there's colors, uh, you know, all of that stuff. And, uh, you know, it's just apparel is real tough. Uh, so I wouldn't jump into that one myself right off the bat. Okay, Um, let me read a couple more. I got a couple more here. I'm kind of scanning as I'm reading here, too. Um, This one here was uh, from Adam Kelly. Uh, Howard Murphy, he's responding to someone that had just commented. Okay, well, let, let me read Howard Murphy's comment first, and then Adam responded. Shane, good topic to discuss. I'm in the process of acquiring my first product and really don't know if it's going to go north or south. In my head, I feel it's a winner because I've done the research. Shortly, I'll be testing the market with a small quantity rather than 500 pieces. And that's pretty smart, Howard. If if you want to start this thing and test it with 100 units or 50 units, that's fine. It's just a slower process. And you know what? It, it's a great way to go if you're a little skeptical if it's going to work and if you, you know, don't want to gamble as much as we've talked about. So yeah, it's that's definitely uh, that's definitely you know worth uh, doing. All right. So, um, Adam Kelly says, Howard Murphy, do you plan to use AliExpress to test the product? If so, do you create a general product page? And if that product takes off, edit the listing and put in your brand name details. And then, uh, let me just say what he said. Then I'll give you my feedback. Um, says my supplier allows me, this is from Howard Murphy, by the way. Uh, my supplier allows me to start with a small quantity. My product is slightly customized and AliExpress is not an option for me. I haven't asked yet, but my guess is the supplier won't allow me to brand with such a small quantity. So yes, I will edit the listing if this product pans out. How are you doing with your product? Okay, so just ask. So they're kind of communicating back and forth, which is, again, why this group is so powerful. But uh, AliExpress will customize the product. The AliExpress is probably, the, well, it is the same as AliExpress or Alibaba in a sense, but it's just, they do that to almost, it's almost like a lead generator for them, okay? But you know, I, I know some people right now, some sellers that are just starting and they've had just 50 pieces branded, you know, it, it might be a hundred dollar setup or something, but they'll do it. Um, so you can do it, but if it's something that you're going to brand down the road, uh, and if it's blank coming through, then just to, when you do your, your pictures, when you do your images, you're going to want to have your logo on there somewhere on the product. So you could have that photoshopped or whatever as well. Um, so I think it's a good thing if you guys are thinking of testing something and going with a smaller quantity, that's fine to do. You know, you don't have to go in and order a thousand units right off the rip. Okay. Um, let me just, there's a follow up here from Prashant Rayo. It says, just got my first sale today, lost money on it, Amazon PPC, but it's a start. Keep it rolling. Let me just say, Prashant, that you, uh, you didn't necessarily lose money yet. Because, you know, we don't know if you just got your sale and you're just started running Amazon pay-per-click, that sale data might not come through, you know, for another, you know, three, four days. So you may have picked up an extra order on that that you're not sure of. But again, even if you break even on that, it's still a win because someone had to search using that keyword. And then when they did, they bought through that keyword. So now you're going to start ranking for that keyword. And the more of them that you can get, that's why I don't mind breaking even in the, in the beginning on pay-per-click because that's the way that you can rank. And Amazon loves it because you're spending money within them. And it shows them where that customer came from. So now they can kind of tag your listing with, you're going to be, you know, you're the one that should show up for that keyword. All right. So 
that's pretty much um, that's pretty much my advice on that. So it's not a it's that that's not a loser in my case. That's actually a winner. You've just gotten yourself acknowledged from Amazon for a sale from a keyword. All right, but great job by the way. I'm glad you got your first sale. Okay, one more, and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. And again, this you know you can head over there and and check this out uh, if you want to. And I think. Pretty much to find this particular post, you're going to have to just search in there, um, and you can just you can search anything like you know failed products or or anything like that. I'll try to find a way to link it up and put it in the show notes. I'm not sure if I can or not, but I will try to. Uh, but anyway, let me just read this last one. This is from Adam Kelly. And it says, Howard Murphy, um, that is really helpful information. I'm going to do the same thing. Start small, test it, and if it works, if it works out, brand it on my second or third order. I'm still in the product research phase, trying to figure out what category I can build a brand under on Amazon, then a subcategory to hone my focus, taking me a while to do. And you know what? It does take a little bit of while, or it takes a little time, but listen, like I just recently you know, uh, read to you guys from one of the, uh, the people that I just commented, I'm not sure which one it was, but... It's, it's about, you know, understanding it's going to be a test in the beginning possibly and then getting it there quick and then going ahead and testing it and seeing what works. And if it doesn't work, move on, right? So it's, it's, it doesn't have to be a home run. It can just be a single, right? So I just want to, uh, I just want to say great job here on really bringing this to light because I think it's been helpful and look at what it's done now. It's brought it to my attention to where I want to share this. So this way we can share it with a lot more people. All right. So I really, really uh, just want to say thank you, everyone. And and there's more here. Uh, actually, Shane came in here at the end and said and uh, just you know wanted to thank everyone again. And um, you know, again, I I, I want to thank everyone for commenting on it because it's really, really uh, it's useful. Okay. So with that all being said, I don't even know how long I went on here on on that little ramble. But uh, wow, we're we're going a little bit longer than I expected. Uh, I just want to say again, if you are not part of our Facebook community, our TAS Facebook community, you can join that for free by heading over to theamazingseller.com forward slash F as in Frank, B as in boy, and uh, you can send in a request to join, and then we'll go ahead and approve you. Just know that uh, there's no promotional stuff over there where you're going to get hammered or you're going to start seeing like review group requests or review my product. That stuff is is not welcomed in this particular uh, group, and that's why I think it is so successful and so, uh, uh, you know, just everyone's loving it because you're not seeing that. A lot of the other groups were overtaken by people saying like, hey, I'm launching my new product. Can you give me reviews? And then that just started showing up in everyone's feeds. And then all of a sudden you start tuning that out. I want this to be 100% uh, content. I want it to be community. I want it to be where you guys can go and interact with each other. And I want it to be the best place possible. So that's what we're looking to do here, all right? So I thank everyone for for joining in here. We're we're over 4,300 current members in there, very active. And uh, I want to thank everyone, too, for leaving the iTunes reviews. If you haven't left one yet, if you could do me a small favor and uh, leave one for me, that would be awesome. And uh, that would help support the show and help us rank. Uh, We're we're growing every single week. Uh, Yesterday, I had a record day. Uh, and, uh, you know, for downloads and it's just amazing. And it's because of all of you. And I really do appreciate it. And for those of you that are brand new to the show, uh, I did set up a a page. I did it a little while ago where you can actually go there and see step-by-step, uh, through some of the podcasts that I've done kind of in sequential order. And that can be located at the amazing seller.com forward slash start. The other thing is, if you want to ask a question and have it aired on our Friday, ask Scott show, you can go ahead and leave that. 
over at theamazingseller.com forward slash ask. And uh, as a lot of you know that have been longtime listeners, I do them on Fridays and I answer between four and five questions, listener questions that is, kind of like we're sitting around a table just having a conversation. So uh, the other thing is, last thing is, uh, if you haven't joined one of my live workshops, it's a free workshop that I I do, you can either watch a replay or you can sign up for the, the latest one that'll be coming up. I'm recording this on May 21st. Not exactly sure when the next one will be, but you can find all those details out at theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. And uh, we usually go for about an hour and a half and I answer some live Q&A at the end and I walk you through the entire steps, uh, the phases as I call them. And uh, I usually include uh, a bunch of downloads there too, some checklists and all that stuff. So if you want to check that out, head over there. All right. So once again, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. Uh, Take me in the car, the plane on the run, wherever. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I hope this has been valuable and I look forward to doing more of these, diving into our community and bringing some of these posts to light. So this way here, it can help everyone, not just inside the community. And uh, yeah, I look forward to doing that. So just remember, you got to take action to get results. And just remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you. And I know that you can make this happen. Oh, and one last thing, wish me luck or wish my son luck. I want to get to the finals here in his baseball. So got to head off here in about an hour and, uh, start watching the pregame. So, uh, hey, wish us luck, all right? So talk to you later. Take care.